0: Taste the biscuit. Torg. Got the Torg Torgerson.
1: I always like the Hummers.
2: Gennelliot.
0: Taste the goodness of the biscuit.
2: Hello, Jerry. One of those Amish lesbians, (laughs) huh?
3: Yes. They're churning, (laughs) all right. Panties dropped. Very nice. Just went from
4: six to midnight. Boy. That escalated quickly.
3: This is the show.
2: It's Torg and Elliot on QFM 96. All
1: right, you're getting better, Rich. I had biscuits last night. You did?
0: Yeah, I did. I made biscuits last night. Making biscuits. And no, that's not a dirty term for something else. It could be. Well, it would be
2: Jimmy making biscuits. It could be. Making
0: biscuits. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with biscuits. Yeah. A little bottle little honey. It's all good.
2: Ever had that Chick-fil-A breakfast biscuit? Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Chick-fil-A is the best. Problem is they're just the locations are not everywhere. I think if you had Chick-fil-A and McDonald's just as many locations, Chick-fil-A would probably win.
2: Uh, Perhaps, yeah. yeah.
1: The order's always right, and when their order's wrong, man, they make it up to you. They'll give you, like, a bag full of food. Like, they are apologetic, and they – like, McDonald's kind of, like – all right, we'll bring you the burger. Chick fil A will give you like four of the same burger and a drink if they goof up.
2: But McDonald's, but I don't, don't think, sells in a whole lot of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, Chick fil A, no. You can't get chicken. a burger at Chick fil A.
1: I know, but right. you get delicious chicken. Yes, but it's chicken. Who cares? Delicious. I care. I like a Big Mac. Well, you can go to Big. You'll be right. the customer at McDonald's. Then they I'll, don't have. I'll a get my order correct at Chick Fil A and laugh at
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> they opened a new uh, Popeyes
0: by me, and boy, that's packed. Yeah, is it's like it? the Second Coming, isn't it? That is. packed.
1: Well, they've shrunk that chicken sandwich.
0: It's not like the it used to be. It's and
1: still I, bigger than the Wendy's. Yeah. And I don't know about KFC because they were kind of third place in that race.
2: Well, the big sandwich at Popeye's was the fish sandwich, if you recall, that real big one that they do every Easter, that huge fish fillet. Not going to Popeye's at Easter's. (laughs) Yeah, Easter, they do, yeah, they do. They were that they they were in the the wars with Wendy's over the big fish thing. Oh yeah, a while yeah, yeah,
5: right, A long, right, long long right, time ago. Right. But since oh. they came out with that chicken sandwich, that's what everybody goes there for. Yes, yeah. yeah. yes, that thing was huge. And everybody at Popeyes, you always go through the
2: drive-through because nobody wants to be part of a throw-down TikTok video if you go in. In
1: Popeyes, yeah, yeah. and they
0: get your order wrong, and yeah, it's some bad. punches are going to be thrown. It's
1: bad. The guy who stole the beer. At Speedway when I was there, was there this morning, who, like, loaded his backpack. He is on, like, I don't know what drug it is because I don't have experience with drugs. You know, like, if you've done drugs, you could say, that guy's on heroin or that guy's on coke. He's
0: on meth. He's on meth. Yeah, I don't, I don't know
1: because I've never done that stuff. But this guy was on something because he, I walk in, he's at the cash register getting something. It's already in the bag. And he's trying different cards, and I know it's him. And he's trying different cards and no cards work. So I go in the back, I get a water, I get Rich a treat because I got to keep Rich happy, and then I get Jerry's cheese. And I figure if I walk around long enough, he'll be gone. Walk up to the register, it's four people deep. He's still trying. He's got 20 gift cards uh, and he's trying each one of them. Yeah. And then he finally finds one that works. So I'm thinking, good, at least he'll be out of here. By the time I'm out, because there's like three people in front of me and he's kind of long, you know, walking around in front. God damn, I'm driving a Tesla. He's going to you got any money you got, you know. And so I'm just kind of waiting and I'm kind of slowing down and just kind of operating slow with my car. And finally, he kind of just walked away right before I got out.
2: Why did they let him back in the store if he's the guy they know stole from different?
1: person and I don't think they're, the lady told me. They didn't me even when, catch them, did they? No, they just let him walk out. The lady told me they're not supposed to get involved at all. Right. If they see someone, they're not supposed to call the cops. They just let it go and just put it on their little sheet. Someone came in, stole beer.
2: And that's why beer is $25 dollars for a, a sit, Yeah,
1: beer.
0: exactly. Yes.
1: But the loss of store these stores, I mean, the losses in general because of Theft. I bet you we pull calls today and we could get tons of calls of theft because people aren't allowed to, they don't want people to call the cops or say, hey, don't steal that.
2: And we're not even seeing it bad here in central Ohio. No. It's not San Francisco, Chicago. That Nike video that's going around now. Those kids.
0: Well, that's uh, that's thousands of dollars of merchandise. And he just piles. all They don't all even of that hide their stuff. face. Not yeah. not at all. He piles all that stuff, all the shirts, everything else, right in his arm, and walks right out.
1: I hate to be the. I think
0: I would get in the way. I think I would. Would you? That would. That
2: just drives me crazy.
1: I tried to size that dude up when he was stealing the beer, and I thought, fifty years old. Yeah. I have three kids. Not what if he's carrying? Yeah. No. No. I don't know of over anything. You don't know if anyone's carrying. If they're already stealing stuff, they don't care about shooting you. So you're gonna die because someone's stealing shoes and someone else's place. And that's why they'll
0: continue to steal stuff, and nobody will do anything. No, the issue would be if you were carrying and you ended up shooting him because it
2: went down, then you'd be charged. Yeah, They'd blame you. Yeah, it's not about him shooting you. Yeah,
1: but then Fox News would defend me. Fox News Hannity would have me on and defend me. Good
5: news is you'd be out
0: in four years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Let's not think about getting shot right before the holiday, shall yeah. we? Let's just uh, let's talk turkey no, and uh, remember when I hate to go many people stole their turkeys. Yeah. For this
2: Thanksgiving. Probably a lot. <laughs> Maybe they hand. should
1: lower cost of things.
2: I know it's early, but if you stole your turkey.
0: <laughs> hate to we should have stole guy, it Friday. But <laughs>
2: when you were peop-
1: you were afraid to steal stuff back in the day. Now people, kids aren't afraid to steal stuff. Oh, I shoplifted a
0: pack of gum and my mom made me go back and I was crying and had to return it.
1: Well, even the workers there would grab you by the arm and you're waiting for the police pull you in the back room.
0: Pull you in the office, wait for you know, an Officer Johnny to come in and give you a stern talking to and then you're weeping your eyes out. I'll
1: never do it again. Stern talking to, you. they take you to the station and make you parents pick you up
2: everybody uh even the better parts of town locking up in the drug stores you gotta ask to get hey, your product listen even to shampoo i was gonna paste. say yeah, yeah
0: i um god they they've got uh, these anti-theft devices on the on the hair mousse that i get yeah
1: home depot wire i'm doing the podcast studio wire electrical wiring at home depot you have to get a guy and getting a guy yeah. at home depot forever but we had to, me and my buddy are getting wire, and it's locked up. And the guy says they take the huge spools of it. Like, they walk out of the store with thousands of dollars yeah. of electrical wire. He says they roll them right out.
2: Isn't that amazing?
5: And Home Depot used to be the best. You couldn't turn a corner without somebody asking yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Do you need help? What's the joke? It's like looking for a Sherpa guide. Excuse me, where are you? I'll still no, go there. the opposite oh, is of it the opposite? Okay.
1: Yeah. Michigan fans are trying I don't, to cancel. Rich,
2: I've never been in a Home Depot and, uh, Depot and asked for help. I've or never, a Home Depot? You, you haven't? <laughs> oh, the Home Depot. No, home Depot. you can't find anyone. Home Depot is there's nobody around. Really? No, it's oh. empty, man. That's Christy made the joke. You need to show up a, yeah. a guy to find somebody. I,
5: I don't, I've always gotten help. At
2: Maybe home Depot. you go on the
5: weekends. Yeah.
2: Given the choice, which I do, always Lowe's. Always Lowe's. Yeah, this is so far never from us. Home, home ah, Depot. Michigan. If I
0: can't find it at Home Depot, I can usually find it at Lowe's, and I should start at Lowe's. Yeah, well, I, Amazon. I do. Low.
1: I do Home Depot. It's closer. Or I do Amazon. Yes, very good. Yeah, yeah, but Amazon lets you or uh, Home Depot lets you like take if you takes up something apart. And it doesn't work, you could put it in the box and tape it and Home Depot let you turn it take it back. Like you literally take everything apart and have a thousand pieces and just throw it in the box and tape they it. Turn and they turn nothing away. They yeah,
2: down. <laughs> Anymore, a lot of the return policies really good. Walmart's really good. Yeah, really Walmart's, good. Really yeah good. Walmart's really good.
1: Yeah, I think they've got a little str- stricter though. They used to be able to at Walmart. If I bought something to need a return, I could return it to any Walmart. Now yes. it's I have to return it to the Walmart to the one where that you bought it just specific you, to the, yeah, the one you that. bought it at. Oh. Yeah,
0: there's nothing easier than returning Amazon stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, now you can let's say yes. I God that Correct. is so easy. Correct. You can uh, return it to a different Walmart. They just give you a Walmart gift card
5: instead of the money.
1: Instead back. of the money. Well,
0: back. a lot of places uh-huh. do that now because even with uh, Micro Center, if Jimmy has to return, like I got to return this, you know, little computer thing that he got, and it goes right on a gift card. Doesn't go back on his debit card or credit card he has a gift card Mm.
1: Jimmy's working on an AI robot isn't he (laughs) Jimmy's going to be the first to get AI he's
0: the one that you know (laughs) it's going to (laughs) play
1: keyboards in his band (laughs) you know
0: what's funny is that he's the one that whenever we go in someplace and the end caps are the ones where they really want to sell you something Mm -hmm. and he's the sucker for all that well I think I'm going to try that out
2: and that that micro
0: center is uh,
2: boy that store is a mess It is. man it's packed it is. It is.
0: T- I make, don't know why they, they don't ties. open another one. I mean, there man. used to be, I think there used to be two in town, or at least two very similar. Uh, but, yeah, Micro is the only game in town they got going on. Yeah, they do. Floor to ceiling, man. Yep,
2: yep.
1: It is packed. Wear ties there, all the workers. If you go to the checkout and he's wearing a tie, I guess it's old school. Well,
0: yeah, they got the, you know. You, you don't see that. They wear no. ties. They I do. They wear noticed. button-down shirts. They wear khaki ago.
2: pants. Yep. They make them dress up. Wow. Yeah, they do. Guy, even you go into a car dealerships now. They're all in yeah. hoodies and golf shirts. The days of a shirt and tie to sell a car are long gone. They are.
1: Well, you don't see the guys. I was just at a car dealership. You don't see the guys approaching you now. No. Like you used to walk around. No guys. And, yeah, yeah, there's so few. There's like three guys sitting on a desk. Right.
5: The one exception <laughs> when I was looking was Rikert. There were a thousand people in well, there. He thought working. you played
1: offensive line for the Buckeyes. That's why Riker. <laughs> yeah, out. it's the volume yeah. at Riker.
5: Yeah,
2: there's a lot of right. people working. Right. That's got to be one of the largest in the country, right? That oh, Riker hey. Riker Megaplex or whatever they call that down there. I've
1: never bought a car or been on his deal. I never have. Not a, not a. There's a subway I've been in parkour. there. Yeah. They have a subway in there. Yeah, there's a subway. Really.
0: Hmm. There's a, there's a lot of Something people. They that going have a, for leave it. it to Rich. Yes. He knows where, who has all the food. Yeah, he does. You <laughs> spend a long
5: time at the car dealership when you go look and, and yeah. buy a car. That's one of the problems. And yeah. service, too. It shouldn't yeah. be that way. A lot of them now a lot quicker.
2: A lot, lot of service. quicker.
1: Hey, do I see? Look at this show today. We got Ryan Miller
2: on. We had Danny Cannell on. I've
1: never talked with Ryan
2: Miller. I don't think. Maybe once did we have him a few years yeah, ago? Yeah, I think maybe? we did. Yeah.
1: Linebacker, the Silver Bullet days. All right,
2: right.
1: Back when we couldn't beat Michigan, and then now used to be all the time, and then we'll start it up again. Let's say we start it up this year, and go on another ten year run, shall we?
2: Ryan Miller is a Michigan guy. Should we ask him about that? I believe so. How I ended up here and uh, now this is his home. It is. Although well. I think he's from like down the river. Yeah, I would live in Ohio too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Danny Connell will join us, and uh, we got our announcement at eight o'clock, don't we?
2: Uh, concert announcement?
1: Yes, yes. That the band already announced. <laughs>
0: but oh, now come on! Well, it's... they did. Yeah I, yeah, I know. They looked did. at it this morning. Yes, they I know.
1: Announced it yesterday, but we're not allowed till eight. So
0: because we follow the rules.
1: Yes. Um. So, yeah, those tickets, by the way, to this announcement we have at the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club, Pastime's Crosswoods at QFM ninety six dot com to get your tickets. We got it. We got a little Michael Evans replay. All right, we'll do it next.
0: From your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered and staff for nearly seventy-five years, Sears Heating and Cooling dot com. Breezy rain most of the day, a high fifty-four. Chance of showers before midnight tonight, low forty-eight. Clouds for Wednesday, chance of drizzle early and then rain later in a high 46. It's 45 right now. Holy sheets. Do they have a deal on gas for you Thanksgiving travelers? But not all cars can use the type of fuel that's being offered. So similar to past Thanksgiving deals at Sheets gas stations and restaurants, company lowering the price of unleaded 88 gas to a buck 99 a gallon. So the price cut went into effect yesterday. It's going to end at 11.59 p.m. on November 27th. Now unleaded 87, 88 and E85, just three of several common types of gas with unleaded 89 through 94 all showing up in various other gas stations. So the numbers stand for the octane rating of the gas. Unleaded uh, unleaded 88, which is a blend of 15 percent ethanol and 85 percent gasoline, can be used with the majority of modern vehicles. CDC announced yesterday that a recall is in effect for peaches, plums, nectarines distributed nationwide. The fruit is linked to a listeria outbreak that's killed one, put 10 others in the hospital. The fruit was sold between May 1st and November 15th by retailers including Walmart and Sam's Club. And as of this week, the victims of the outbreak were in seven states, including Michigan and Ohio. Less than a year before next November's presidential election, the White House officially launched accounts on the social media platform Threads for President Joe Biden and VP Kamala Harris. Accounts were also created on X for the White House. First Lady Jill Biden and Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff. The White House condemned Elon Musk's post on X that supported an anti-Semitic claim last week, but said the plans to launch the Threads accounts, well, they'd been underway for weeks. And scientists believe that they have achieved a major breakthrough in a cure for hair loss. They have successfully Go on. See, now I get your attention. It's all about hair loss. They have successfully 3D printed hair follicles on lab-grown human skin tissue. Researchers created specialized bio ink for the 3D printer and then successfully applied this ink onto the skin using an ultra-thin needle. So over time, the skin cells reacted and they fired up the hair follicles, getting hair to grow once again. Breakthrough could change the future of medical procedures that deal with artificial hair transplants and just might cure baldness for good. Q, F, and I'm six. pass on the 3D hair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 3D penis I'll take. Yeah, 3D mm-hmm. hair. 3D mm-hmm. hair, not so much. Okay. Uh, Financial you
1: need glasses, though, yeah. to look at the 3D penis, though, Jerry. Correct. Yeah.
0: Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic this morning looking pretty good. Uh, starting to build a little sooner than usual. A lot of people getting a head start on their Thanksgiving holiday, but we are accident-free. It's brought to you by Buyer's Mosta, where you will get a premium vehicle without a premium price. Buyer's Mosta in Dublin, 270 in Sawmill, off of Billingsley, dot Come see why it's better to buy at Buyer's Mosta.
1: All right, let's go with your Hot 5 audio cuts. Cut number one, Clay Hall posted this clip of ABC6. You're going to see him tomorrow at the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club. Later. He shared this clip of J.J. McCarthy. Did you know, Michigan quarterback, by the way, grew up a Buckeyes fan?
6: I grew up first being an Ohio State fan, I won't lie. Um, I did,
5: but, you know, God had different plans for me. And, you know, showed me the way. And I'm very blessed and to being here. That's for damn sure.
2: There, there you, you go. go. Just yeah. not good enough. Clay was uh, up in Ann Arbor. Yeah, that guy is traveling. He, he is. was filing live reports yesterday I saw from uh inside the uh the compound up there in AA.
1: Hardworking American. Hardworking American He is that guy. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, but JJ, where's uh what's his hometown? Is he an Ohio kid?
1: I'm not sure. I've never I'm uh not sure. I know he's the Joker. Uh, He does have
2: the Joker's mouth. The new WB series, The Joker.
0: (laughs) The Joker's (laughs) mouth. He does.
2: Look at J.J. McDonald. He does. He has the Joker's (laughs) mouth. Google him. I didn't believe Jerry at first, and he does. He does. All right, clip number two in yesterday's Hot Five. We hipped you to the fact that David Letterman was returning to the Ed Sullivan Theater for the first time in eight and a half years. Well, here he is last night
5: on Colbert.
4: What do you miss about it after all those 4,000 shows? What do you miss most about doing, if there is anything?
5: I I miss everything. I mean, mostly it's fun. Very few things in life provide one the opportunity. And I can't speak for you or to you on this topic. But for me, if you muck one up, 24 hours later, you get to try again. And that's a pretty good device. And then when you do something that you're really proud of, you think, by God, let's do that again. And six, seven years later, you have that experience once more. (laughs)
1: Colbert misses people watching. That's yeah. what he Yes.
2: Letterman, boy, a <laughs> yeah. lot of shows, huh?
1: Absolutely. Man. Old school, man. It'll never be the same. Yeah. Letterman, Leno, they've destroyed it. They have destroyed was, was it. Was
2: Letterman on NBC longer than CBS or vice versa? I don't know. I don't I'm going to assume
1: NBC, right? I don't know. Because it was part of Carson. Wasn't he part of Carson and then Leno?
2: He did. Well, he followed Carson. Yeah. He did 1,819 shows on NBC. Oh, probably then Martin. went to CBS. Okay. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Not sure. Hell of a run. I saved my mind for sports stats, not late night comedy. I know Colbert's been bad for 1,312 shows. Or
2: whatever. They're not funny. Whatever he's done, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, here's Cut Three. Post Malone shows up at an Irish pub in New Zealand, <laughs> performs with some <laughs> ba- local band. Here's some Sublime. Early
5: in the morning. Rising to the street I'd be a My sex goes on
2: dudes in New Zealand hops up on the stage and the next day it's a viral.
1: Yep. Wow. How come that doesn't happen, Jerry? When we go to like impressive. When we go to Bell he's Fountain. Post Malone
2: and we're talking Elliott and, and Bell, Bell Fountain. Fountain. <laughs> yes. Hence the difference. Same
1: piano man at Froggies. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, number four. Do we know who this comedian is, Rich? His name? We don't know. Unnamed comedian in the middle of his uh, show, his phone goes off, and well, I'll let you
5: listen to it.
4: Seems like I completely.
5: Oh, you know what? Is this intentional? Why would I, a comedian, set a phone alarm to go off during my own show? Well, I'll tell you why. Tomorrow at exactly eight ten, I'm flying home on Southwest, and I will be damned.
3: <laughs>
5: you think I'm gonna end up in the
4: C group because I'm doing a show? Are you kidding me? I'm checking in right now. A51. Let's go.
2: Let's go. Yeah, you got to be on it, A51. <laughs> and even sometimes if you're like a minute after the when you ha- the earliest you can get in, you're still in B group because of all the, uh, the people that pay extra for it. Oh, gotcha. So the early bird check-in, yeah, you can pay for that, right, I believe. Yeah.
1: Or fly another airline.
2: Yes, correct. Yeah.
1: I like Southwest, but that's if I don't care where yeah, I sit. Yeah, but that's a pain. Well, if you're going with couples, yeah, it's different. If you're just on a flight from Phoenix to Vegas or Phoenix to L.A., you don't care.
5: Well, I just re- recently found out, too, with the Southwest flights, because it's 24 hours that you can check in. But if you're on yeah, a connecting 24 flight, hours, that's right? why well all those people on their connecting flight get theirs beforehand. So those people are ahead of you, too, without even paying the extra. Yes, right. It's just who checks get, in first yeah. or who Since pays. Since they had a connecting yes. flight, they got to check in right. first.
2: Right, because so that C group, he that comedian's right. You don't want to be in Dude. C. That's You're how you middle. get the middle seat. You're in yeah. the middle.
4: And
1: you don't get any overhead for yeah. your carry-on as well.
5: They make you check your backpack when you walk on the plane. Right, yeah.
1: right. Cut number five here. When Rich Eisen isn't crying about Michigan, he actually has a day show, guys. He does a radio show. And interviewed Bill Burr on his wife. Flipping the middle finger to Donald Trump at the UFC
6: event. I love my wife. You know where you stand with her. Okay? The guy walked in the arena. Everybody cheered. She gave him the finger. Nobody got arrested. That's why this country's great. Everybody expressed themselves. Can we all be adults? I mean, I don't know about you, but I came there to go to the fights. I didn't know I was going to the Republican National (laughs) 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 Convention.
2: Bill Burr's the best.
1: And he's right though, too. He goes, those same guys are, you know, saying the Brandon thing. Or F. Biden. Yeah, and so what and they're angry about it. So what's what's the problem? You
2: can't have it both ways, I believe, is Bill Burr's comment. You can
1: have it both. They can hate your guy and you can hate their guy. It's how it goes. But you
2: can't do F Biden and then Cry when Trump gets hit. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, so
1: you won the night, and one person (sighs) gave you the finger. Who cares, right?
2: Yeah. Now He's funny on on with Eisen. If you want to see the other
1: side, go to a retirement home when they play bingo. Then you'll hear the kind of...
2: So did Biden crap himself uh, yesterday when he word. was pardoning the, uh, the turkey? <laughs> That's the word. And then he <laughs> he kind of did yeah. that little hop-skip thing that he does. He is going
1: as fast as he could to, to show the show how spry he is. Joe Paterno even said, damn, that dude's running that quick. <laughs> 80, officially 81. I can't hear what you're saying. And
0: and had a little checkup from and the, the doctor. the Swifties are yeah. angry.
1: He confused Britney Spears and Taylor Swift, and Uh-oh. now they're angry. Uh-oh. What did the doctor say? He's in perfect health?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, he's just, fine. Just he's like fine. Trump's Whip doctor.
1: Trump has a diet of, like, fast food three times a day. And they go, oh, he's the mo- most in-shape president. <laughs> Yeah, fa- the fast food diet really works.
2: Uh, we could have a couple of uh, bang 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 presidential deaths here with Jimmy Carter. He's already in in hospice at yeah, home. Yeah, 99. and now that he lost for,
0: now that he lost his wife of seventy seven years. Yeah,
2: they usually don't. No, last exactly. Long. They don't last
0: long after that. And
2: uh, they're going to bury her right there at the house in uh, in Plains, Georgia. In Georgia, I saw. Oh. The same house, nineteen sixty one. They've been in right in house. the house, and they haven't changed anything. On the no, out by the pond. That oh, okay. Jimmy himself <laughs> dug. Really? Yeah, they said that the armored uh, Secret Service vehicles that sit out front, the house, are worth, cost more than what that house did. Now, you got that's That's modesty, and yeah, it hasn't oh, yeah. changed. They said the microwave that's in that house that they use every day, 1985 microwave. Wow. Yeah, could, it's impressive.
1: say, second worst president of all time, and he'll pass away now, knowing that he's not the worst- but unlike all the presidents and all the congressmen and all the Senate, you know Jimmy Carter was an honest man not on the take. If he was on the take, he wouldn't be living in that house, right? Uh,
2: yes, this is true. I don't know honest what his, man. his not net good, worth but- is. Perhaps his bank account is huge. We don't know. But pretty honest guy. Pretty modest guy. Yes, to absolutely. stay in that home. Yeah, you look at that ranch. And then when he goes, they're, they deeded it to the National Park Service, and they'll both be buried there and it'll be a you know a presidential tourist thing once he dies house and they'll isn't leave big. the house yeah. just like it's just a ranch yeah. yeah it's cool quick tour it's cool boy you'd hate to be its neighbor though yeah <laughs> right <Yes. laughs> and that's
1: your hot five
0: Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic. Thank you, Officer Kevin, for phoning this one in. Uh, We got an accident 23 North, just north of Circleville. Now, our wrecker is on the scene, but you're going to want to use 104 as an alternate because the northbound lanes are currently shut down. Everything else is looking pretty good and moving up to speed, and it's all brought to you by AAA. This holiday season, give your loved ones the gift that protects them all year long. Right now, new AAA memberships are only $49, so give them a year's worth of joy with a AAA membership. Visit AAAA aaa.com slash gift news is brought to you by borgata pizza cafe this year give them what they really want a gift card to borgata pizza in worthington with new york style pizza homemade italian specialties your holiday season just got a little tastier borgata pizza dublin granville road in worthington breaking news everybody breaking news are you ready officially the Torquin elliott beat michigan breakfast club is sold out no tickets are available can't wait to see you all tomorrow morning. So
1: Can't that, we just let a couple people in? No. What if they got like... They want to
0: crash and hang if, in the back? What if they have big
1: boobs, Christy? I think we should let them in. Uh, if you're showing Okay, well,
0: if they got a big something yeah, else for me. Sure, we'll let them in. All right,
1: Christy. Well, if he puts a sock in his pants, we'll let him in for you, Christy.
0: Sorry, there's going to be a lot of sad faces looking out the window knocking. Let me in. No? Sorry, it's I had to get your tickets. I've had hey, three-week notice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So the Thanksgiving holiday rush underway at airports across the nation. 30 million flying by the end of this week. The goal? Keep things flowing. The TSA is better prepared this Thanksgiving than years prior, since recent contract agreements have led to a nearly 2% increase in staffing levels. Great news so far, according to FlightAware, uh, is there is no mass delays. Only 16 cancellations at this point, despite severe weather in the South yesterday. So have you ever heard the word choiceful? Not joyful, choiceful. I have not. Well, if not, you haven't been keeping up with corporate reports. Walmart CEO Doug McMillan, he described the average customer with that word, and McDonald's CEO used the word to describe the company's price increase strategy. So the word choiceful has appeared in 15 quarterly earnings calls this year. CEOs are using it to describe our consumer behavior that's changed over the last two years. Inflation is leading us to pull back on spending in some areas, and we have become choiceful.
2: Choiceful?
0: I think I'm going to
1: pass on that word, right? Uh yeah. I wouldn't know how to use it in
0: a
2: sentence. Torg and I, we're not going to be, you won't be hearing choice. <laughs> choice from, okay. from either one of us.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a hard pass. <laughs> and everyone, go ahead, put on your shocked faces. Snoop Dogg did not give up weed. He announced last week that he was going he was going smokeless. Well, it turns out he was just doing a commercial for one of those little solo stove smokeless fire pits, which, by the way, I'm very interested in. Uh, the revelation left some of Snoop's faithful followers put off by being duped by a publicity stunt. Uh, it's like you just can't believe anything that gets posted on social media anymore. Nothing at all.
1: Oh, he fooled you. Right? He fooled you. trick a I'll use that one. Trick-a-rooney. Yeah, Not choice oh, Yeah. trick rooney Just trick Trick-a-rooney. That's, that's <laughs> the word we're going to use. Uh, <laughs> hey, Beat Michigan. Christy just mentioned the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club is sold out. But let's talk to a former Buckeye. Get his memories of that game. Ryan Miller, linebacker, original silver bullet, will join us after the red hot chili peppers. All right, let's talk to Ryan Miller. It's Beat Michigan week, one of the nicest guys out there, and one of the original silver bullets. Ryan, how's it going, man? Hello, Ryan
4: Miller. Man, I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to the big game, and uh, this time of year, I don't know what it is, but uh, everyone in town is on fever pitch and uh, excited, and this year's game is going to hopefully live up to the billing with uh, two of the top teams in the country. This is going to be exciting. Now, people may not know you are from Michigan, correct? Yeah, you know, I tell people all the time. You may see a couple of people in heaven that were actually born in the state of Michigan, and I'll be one of them. So, yeah. yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Allen Park, which sure. is south south of Detroit, next yeah. to Dearborn. And uh, so, yeah, so I. Again, I, I wisened up, came down, went to Ohio State, and the rest is history. Well, tell
1: us through that. You're in high school. Obviously, you're recruited at Ohio State. You've got to be one of the top guys in the country. So what was it like? Was Michigan after you, Ohio State after you? How was it like Michigan to be recruited?
4: State. Yeah, well, you got to remember, man, this is before all the crazy ESPN channels and everything else. So, you know, as a Midwestern kid, you knew about Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame were kind of the, the schools. Michigan State, obviously, up in East Lansing. So I got recruited by those four. Um, Tom Coffin was the head coach at Boston College, and he kind of convinced me to take a visit out there. But when I came down to Columbus, I had never been to the Shoe. And when I literally pulled down 315 and saw that big coliseum looking like old structure that gladiators perform, and I thought – that's where linebackers play football, and that's why I came to Ohio State.
1: All right, you redshirted your first year, but tell us about your first game playing against Michigan. Like, you're, you're, was it at home, away, and what was your thoughts leading into that week?
4: So the first time I played uh, against that team up north was in 1993, and I remember, you know, coming to the game, I was a redshirt freshman, so I was a first-year player, um, and I had, you know, dreamed of playing in that game ever since I was a little boy, and Um, It was in Ann Arbor, like I said, the big house. And I had been to some games as a kid Uh, back then, um, you know, so long ago that Michigan's basketball team played right next door at Chrysler Arena. And my dad would take us once in a blue moon (laughs) to go see a a Michigan basketball game. And he'd always walk us over and walk onto the field uh, for the Michigan field and say, you know, eventually you guys are going to be playing big time football. Me and my brother. My brother ended up playing in Eastern Michigan, by the way. Um, but anyway, so I just remember those kind of moments as a kid thinking, man, I'm going to go out here and make some tackles today. And the first, uh, kickoff coverage, I remember making a tackle here my name in the, in the loudspeaker of the big house. And that was kind of a cool thing. And that was about the best moment because we didn't end up winning that game, which is a heartbreaker. Uh, we had a really good team in 93, won the big 10, but, uh, but failed to, to beat that team up North in Ann Arbor.
1: And what were you, uh, one in three against Michigan?
4: Yeah. Uh, so then that following year we got our, our pair of gold pants in Columbus in 1994. And that was the game where, you know, of all people, Luke fickle gets an interception as a nose guard, which is, you know, pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, And uh, I don't know if you guys remember that game, but that's when Bobby Hoying had the nice touchdown yeah. in the, uh, in, in the South stands kind of went crazy in that into the end zone. And that was a huge game. You know, uh, we hadn't, we hadn't beaten that team in a long time. And so, getting our pair of gold pants and kind of getting the monkey off our back was, was nice, and uh, unfortunately, you know, had two more games against them and, and didn't get a chance to have an a, a accompanying pair of gold pants. But, uh, you know, to be honest with you, having an opportunity to play for Ohio State and play in this game is what every single player dreams about and the reason they pick one of those two schools. There is no better game to be a part of. There's no better fan base to play for than Ohio State. And uh, I'm just excited because all that emotion that I've felt through the, through the years as a player, it always comes back this week, and it's always fun. And it's, uh, it's something that I guess it's hard to describe, but I guess if I would wrap it up in one word, I would say proud to be part of that, that long history and tradition of this, this great game.
1: Uh, Who wears your gold pants at now?
4: So my mom owns the gold gold pants, and I've got a. My mom owns the gold pants, but I got a nine-year-old daughter, Quincy, that she's been dying to take to show and tell, and I'm not so sure I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can get some made, you know. Do she won't know the difference? She's nine, Ryan. (laughs) Well, you know what? It might have to be bring your dad to school day, because I'm not sure I like to keep those out of my sight.
2: Yeah. Now, Ryan, instead of returning uh, back to your hometown, you stayed in Market, which was a brilliant idea, because you've done so. well. Well, whether it's with the foundation, M2 marketing. When you were at WBNS Channel 10, was that – did you and my wife overlap there a bit? I think you did.
4: Yeah, we sure did. And you know what? Working at uh, working in the television in the TV and then, you know, in the broadcast journalism business was absolutely amazing. I, I had such a great time and really uh, kind of honed some of the skills that I still use to this day as it relates to communication, you know. So I did enjoy my time working in television – uh, from time to time, I have a chance to go back and fill in uh, here and there, whether it's radio or TV. But um, Don't try getting TV. rid of me, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> if this is a job interview, let me know where I've got to go pee
1: <laughs> Hey, Ryan, uh, I contend that 95 Eddie George, that team was insane. But that 96 team you were on might be even better. Those two teams might be the two of the top five teams in Buckeye history.
4: Well, you're not going to get any disagreement out of me since I was on those teams, obviously. But, you know, the reality was the talent that we had during the late 90s with Coach Cooper's teams uh, were some of the best teams. I'm sure Buckeye fans that are that are my age remember those teams and uh, have fond memories of the talent. Um, you can even include that 98 team in there, which I wasn't a part of, but, man, you want to talk about some players. But you think about that 96 team. You had freshmen like Michael Wiley and David Boston, you had nickel backs that didn't play all, you know, snaps on defense that came in, um, in nickel coverage in Antoine Winfield, right? Best so, tackler but, in
1: the NFL, I think. And yes, yeah, so, yeah, so great so you tackler.
4: Had talent, you had talent that was just amazing on both sides of the ball. Orlando pace, of course, um, anchored an offensive line that was amazing and NFL players all over the place. Uh, our tight ends were amazing. Our running backs were amazing wide receivers. So, uh the the number of nfl talent that you had uh at those years matches what they're putting on the field um you know ever since at- you know, these last, you know, 10 or so years. And that's why Ohio State's been so successful is because the recruiting has been amazing, the continuity of care with their coaches. They haven't had a revolving door of coaches like other schools have had, which creates some some bumpy roads. And no and so coaches fired this week, too. A lot too. of continuity. Yeah. A lot of con- – <laughs> and, you know, those teams back – Coach Cooper gets kind of
2: overlooked sometimes. But those teams in the 90s, they, starting with your, uh, like, freshman, sophomore year, those – that brought speed to the conference. The conference nobody played like that that Those teams changed the conference
4: well, I definitely agree that there was a little bit of a flashpoint in Ohio State uh, as it relates to maybe recruiting and some of the some of the different defenses and the speed that we put on the table but really ninety six is when you had Sean Springs and Ty Howard as your corners. I mean those two guys were locked down corners right. if ever were one. You had Rob Kelly and Damon Moore as safety so it allowed for linebackers like me and Greg Belisari to just fly all over the place. And then, you know, you had Andy more could go sideline to sideline and, and really fill holes better than anybody in America. He was so, great. Yeah, and, and we didn't even talk about Matt Finkes and Mike Rabel as your bookends and, you know, Winfield Garnett and Luke Fickle as your guys up front. So the, the defense was rock solid, super fun. It was it dubbed the Silver Bullets back then. They, the guys have lived up to their name this year, and it's exciting for me to see these guys flying around like silver bullets because that's the way you play defense.
1: You know, and I was just going to ask you about silver bullets because I agree with you. I think this team has earned that label, how good they are. But are you in favor? Because every guy's opinion is different. Being one of the original silver bullets, you get week one and an announcer will say, oh, they're the silver bullets. I, Me personally, I didn't play though, so it's different. I think that's something that's earned, not just given because you play at Ohio State.
4: Well, I think that it's it's there's a couple things there. If you are a starting player on Ohio State's defense, you've got to be pretty darn good. Yes. And in order to play the style of football that we believe you play uh, on the defensive side for Ohio State, you are a silver bullet. So um, I, I don't necessarily know if – uh, you know you have to be an all-American to be a silver bullet or have you know the number one defense No, but in you can't give up 40 bullets.
1: points a game is what I'm saying.
4: And and I don't necessarily um think that silver bullets are proud of giving up 40
1: points. A game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but
4: but I think there's an evolution of a player. So I think a lot of times fans get a little excited about recruits and the stars next to their name this and that but at the end of the day a kid that's got a little bit of experience typically trumps a kid with no experience. And sometimes when you've got a young team, you just got to be patient and allow for them to make some live mistakes on the field for them to understand and have that learning take place. Because by the end of the year, they're not making the same mistakes. Because if you're making the same mistakes over and over, you're not going to play anymore. And so eventually you're going to be seasoned and battle tested. And that's what you want in a defensive football team because you're reacting to a lot of different things that you may have never seen before. Um, I guess unless you're Michigan is feeling plays and signs and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A whole other story. My point is seasoned teams typically have a a better chance of winning football on the defensive side, and sometimes you just got to be patient when you got young players out there. I love the way our team's playing. I love watching guys fly around. The athleticism that we're showing these days is pretty impressive, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to smashing some of them ugly helmets here on Saturday.
2: I think that the, with this nil, aren't you guys curious as to in the coming years this, I mean, you mentioned the recruits and the stars next to their name and ESPN and they televise and the, when they make their announcements that they're going to go somewhere. And now with this nil moving forward, I think there's problems forthcoming that we haven't even imagined yet due to the portal and the nil and it's, it's changed the game and it will continue to do so. Maybe not in a positive way.
4: Well, I mean, time will tell. I know this. A lot has changed in the last few years. Um, Ohio State's done an amazing job with Coach Day of adapting and doing things the right way. Look, I've been around programs, and I've been around players at different programs. I, I am so proud of the way that Coach Day and the entire Ohio State coaching staff put together a program and a team that is going to compete for a national championship each and every year. Oh, and by the way, they're also going to be great kids. So I couldn't be more proud of where they're at in dealing with the NIL, dealing with the transfer portal. They have figured out a way to thread the needle and get great kids that can understand what the program's all about, understand that being here for three, four, five years, whatever it is, makes you a better man, makes you a better uh, individual that could be a contributing member of society. And, and I think that the way Ohio State and Ryan Day does it, is where the pendulum's going to swing back. I think Luke Fickle does the same thing up at, uh, at Wisconsin. And so some of these coaches in America aren't all like the guys down at Texas A&M or some of these other places. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly brought gotta be proud.
2: parity.
4: Yeah, you you, you got to be proud of the way Ryan Day does things at Ohio State. It's, well, it's just really, really impressive in this new environment that we're dealing
1: with. Well, you're one of those good guys. Tell everybody about Second and Seven Foundation. Well, you do some great work.
4: Well, you know, when I first came to Columbus, I learned about Woody Hayes and pay it forward mentality. And we read to children when I was in in Ohio State. We would go and we would read and we would, you know, we would go back to the Woody Hayes facility and work out and prepare for the game. But when I graduated, I kind of missed those opportunities. So Mike Vrabel, Luke Fickle, myself, we decided to continue to read to children. And instead of just getting a book from the principal, reading it, and then giving it back to the principal and leaving, we decided to bring books with us read to the kids and then give them a book so they can remember the reading and hopefully get encouraged about the love of reading and try to find a book of interest uh, in their own life and so we started that 25 years ago in 1999 actually and since that time we're about to give away our 1 millionth book wow. with the help of student athletes all over the country good job yeah. so yeah it's been a it's been a great thing and again it's all about the pay it forward mentality the seed that was planted in our souls because of Ohio State, because of Woody Hayes, because of John Cooper and all the great people that have been there that have done the scarlet and gray. So we stand on the shoulders of those giants. Um, It's just as big a part of, of their legacy as it is ours.
1: I could use some reading, Jerry.
4: I'm you made me up. drop
1: a book over here. I'm, I'm a little behind. <laughs> Targ needs
4: a book. My
1: third grader reads to me. <laughs> hey, Ryan, we appreciate it. You're such a great guy. Do such great things for passion. the community. Great Absolutely. Passion. Thanks so much, my man.
4: Well, thank you so much for having me and go Bucks.
1: I got something here at in ten minutes, Jerry. I think it's a little higher. And we talk about this a lot on our show because of the time we come in. A what? little higher? A little higher than what the what people are saying, because huh. uh, we experience it. Okay. Yeah, something we experience every day, and I think it's higher than what people say. You know, like it say, ten percent of people like to.
2: Okay. Yeah. A look poll. at dandelions. It's, it's a poll. Yeah. Poll. All right, and then in thirty minutes we'll have that big concert announcement.
1: That they come announced in, at every NFL in, season this week. Coming <laughs>
2: your way.
1: Did you watch? Did you watch the Vegas game? And, uh,
2: no, I did you not. You no, no.
1: eight season. They had eight teams and they announced it in the football
2: season. Uh, or the football game. Uh, wow, well, we're, we're uh, going to announce it as just well. Just say,
1: the team down south didn't play Thursday and another team played. Yes. A lot of teams played, though, right? All right, well, let's do a
2: little uh, laughter here at 32 After, brought to you by the Columbus Funny Bone. Call 471 Joke for your reservations. Now, for our segment, it was on this date back in 92 that Adam Sandler debuted the Thanksgiving song on SNL's Weekend Update with Kevin
3: Nealon. Love to eat turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Turkey. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> Love to eat turkey, cause it's good. Love to eat the turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat, so good.
4: <laughs>
3: a turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat turkey in a big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey, turkey, D. Turkey, turkey, Dap. I eat the turkey and I take a nap. Thanksgiving is a sp- night. Jimmy Walker used to say, "Dynamite." That's right. Turkey with the gravy and the cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded that was strawberry. Turkey for you and a turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave the girl VD. Uh, I gobble, I gobble, gobble, a gobble, gobble, docky. I used to go to camp at Lake Winner hockey Come on, Kevin. No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, it'll be fun. Okay. A turkey for me, a turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in a big brown shoe. Turkey tee me, turkey leaves a We love to eat the turkey with a lot of stuff potato pie. Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. (laughs) Oh, turkey with the girls and a turkey with the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble gee and a gobble, gobble gickle. I wish turkey could only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving.
1: Well, six years ago, we brought Harbaugh the turkey in studio.
0: Was that oh. six years ago? Was yeah. that your plan that you wanted to see if turkey would eat yeah, turkey? Yeah, I'm <laughs> watching
2: the video. I don't think he did. Torg had the burning question, would a turkey eat turkey? Tur- eat turkey. Like Thanksgiving Day dinner. And it sniffed go it, right? Well,
0: it got up close yeah, to I it, but it did so. not Well, I'm not done eat. with the video, but. And I'll just say that turkey freaked me. That was a lot bigger than I well, thought.
1: but you kind of got freaked out because you went to go pet it and it kind of went nuts.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't pet the
1: turkey. turkey. Yeah, rule <laughs> number one: don't pet the, turkey, don't pet the, the turkey. turkey. So well, you can turkeys, play with the
0: gobbler, but don't pet yeah. the turkey.
1: Turkeys don't like turkey, apparently.
2: Yeah, and then there was the uh, social media backlash yes. of how cruel we it's were inhumane. because we tried to feed turkey. Facebook's to a awful. Turkey. <laughs> <It is. laughs> Facebook's awful. So did that memory come up? Is that what prompted that? Yeah, someone oh, sent it to me. Oh, so, yeah, my God, right? that's
1: funny. So I posted it on my Facebook page. Yes. And then I read the comments. It's inhumane. Oh, relax, people. Yeah, Get the off my lawn. Turkey was not harmed in the yeah. eating of turkey. There's a reason why the young people leave Facebook, right? And then, well, now they're leaving. I can't call uh, X or Twitter X, but, yeah, they're leaving that. People are going to Instagram where it's just a picture of your food.
2: IG. They're doing the IG Which thing. Rich loves. That's his porn hub. A lot no, of shot. Jerry yeah. something
5: last night. Instagram is what,
2: uh, good. You, the hamburger. Yes, yes. The deviled egg. Right. You use a deviled egg as a bun. You're into food, travel,
5: guy's yeah. gear. Golf.
2: Yeah, golf.
1: How do you use a deviled egg as a bun?
5: Oh, they slice it in half, made two deviled eggs, put the hamburger patty with some bacon and cheese yeah. between the two deviled eggs. It's yeah. like a slider. You orgasmed when you
2: I saw did. that, didn't you? It God moved Lord. a little. <laughs> really? You
5: are a gourmand, sir.
1: Wow! So just <laughs> a deviled egg, and then they splice, so it's a little hamburger.
5: Yeah, it's like a slider. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Like a Krabby Patty. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I well, was like thinking a more of like a big hamburger. No, it was. What's it a was...
2: Krabby Patty?
1: Small little. What he's talking about? You got to oh. have a kid and watch yeah. SpongeBob. Yes, oh, that's a. Cra- okay. It's a Krabby yeah. Patty. It's like yeah. a White Castle burger. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. That's Spongebob it great. talk. Yeah. Uh, so none of the so the inside of the deviled egg too?
5: Yeah. Really? Yeah, so they, got made, the they just made two deviled eggs and then they put the burger and smash it together, and it was just one great mm. thing. Mm. Well that hey. sounds pretty good. damn good. Yeah. I
1: think that's doable this Thanksgiving. It is. That's like an appetizer. Do you show do you serve that, that in is, no. Thanksgiving? Like appetizers? Nah,
2: you don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Go go with the hits. Yeah, that, that's like you've yeah, never Easter done thing. it. You don't unleash that after your kids that on color your eggs. You well, use that's the true. It's eggs. just your kids. So.
1: Yeah, it could be a like a new staple. Yeah, like are you afraid? Right. I'm not afraid to try
2: new things on Thanksgiving.
5: I love deviled eggs so much. I would have a deviled egg party. Have Everybody ever has to do a different kind. Done
2: the deviled eggs when the yolk. You know, the hard-boiled oak is mashed with guacamole. Oh, it's not. very good. Oh, yeah. it's delicious. Yeah. Very good. Uh-huh. I
5: do, you put a little bacon on the top Yeah. or a little gherkin. Yeah. See, so you you're hip to the drill. You can do a lot with a deviled egg.
0: Uh, yes. It's very versatile, the deviled egg.
5: Deviled egg's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Just had them normal. As long as there's no
5: shell left on it, then I can't touch it for the rest of the day. Yeah, right. when you
0: get that crunchy and that, I have to spit the whole thing out. It's not saw good.
5: a way at. Uh, we don't do ham at Thanksgiving, although we
2: have one in the fridge, but we're going to hold it till Christmas. But uh, I saw a way to do store bought hams on Instagram. <laughs> of you know course, how <laughs> it's like a half ham. You know, the the one side's flat where it was cut. Yeah. You put that down into your slow cooker. Okay. Then you take a can of the pineapple rings, mm-hmm. put your finger over it so the rings don't come out. And you pour about two thirds of the juice in the bottom of the pot. Okay. Take brown sugar, you put it on top of the ham. Yeah. Maple sugar, uh, maple syrup. Okay. On top of the brown sugar, kind of get a spoon and get it on there, and then you put the pineapples on top. Of that put the lid on for five hours on low. I like it. Yes, and I man, when that. that picture when that came out of there, whoo-wee.
1: we're serving ham and turkey. All I'd right. love to try that.
0: Yeah, we're just doing turkey.
1: Oh, I would love to try that, but it's not mine. We have people who don't like turkey, so you can't. No. Who doesn't like, someone like someone turkey? Yeah, yeah. Communists. My
5: wife we doesn't let them like win. turkey. Really? Yeah, she doesn't like turkey. Wow. But she's, God bless her, she's making one for me and my son. Okay, well, see, yeah. a little turkey
0: goes a long way. I mean, I can get uh, d- being overdone with turkey as far as get maybe it's too dry or, yeah, you've had enough and there's only so much you can do with the leftovers, but still, that first yeah, couple of bites pe- of turkey is the best. A lot
2: of people
5: do uh, their prime rib on
0: oh, Thanksgiving, yeah. right? I have a friend, yeah. who, that's what he's doing. They do prime mm-hmm.
1: rib. What does your daughter and wife eat?
5: They'll eat ham. Okay. My daughter will eat turkey s- some, but yeah. she... She'll eat a little bit of Wait, everything. If it's
2: ham or turkey, come on. Yeah. It's not even, you go ham.
5: Oh, I got turkey.
2: Yes. Well, Thanksgiving, I yes. get it. Yeah. We're not doing the ham on Thanksgiving. But if it's a choice on the table, especially you're eating a lot more ham yeah.
5: than you are turkey. Oh,
1: I'd eat more turkey if it was Would you really? even, yeah, depending on oh, if it was I'd a normal have, day. I'd eat
5: more turkey, too.
1: Think of the leftovers, yeah.
5: and Especially, Especially Thanksgiving. I don't feel like stuffing goes well with ham.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that yeah okay.
5: You got all new arrangements if you're doing there. ham. Yeah. For you me, potatoes. Ha- ham is Christmas.
2: Ham is Christmas yeah. or, Easter. or Easter. Or Easter. Yeah. You. Now, if I was still employed by Honey Baked, I could give a nice <laughs> little plug right here, but I'm not. So You
1: lost that deal, Jerry, I'd and you're say 30 redone. Oh, the, the I, crunchy
2: stuff IG on the outside. video of what I just told you and get a, a Kroger ham.
1: Hey, we've done, we've both done Honey Bank. Is there a bigger pain in the ass than the- They're tough. All right, Christy. I don't know if you know the story. So I did Honey Bake one year, folks, right? And I do this spot. You
2: took it from me, yeah. No, no, I gave you it, up it And then you yes. took it from me. Yes, you got it, sick yeah. of it.
1: And then I got sick of it and you took it. So I do this Honey Bake spot, folks, and then the next day they send it back. They didn't like it, right?
0: Oh, I and, remember and being say, in the studio they, every day. We, and we uh. tell
1: we tell sponsors, if you don't like it, we'll redo it. No big deal. So this goes on 10 times. I'm not yeah. kidding you. 10 yeah. times, right? So then I tell our producer Skegs was our producer at the time and and everything they were describing they didn't like sounded like my first spot. So I said, "Hey, just send him my first spot. We've sent him 10. Send him <laughs> my first one again and don't say anything." So he sent them the first one and they go, "We love it."
0: <laughs> that was the first True one story. they returned. If That's I'm lying, I'm dying. The first one they rejected. Yep, yeah. The first
1: one they rejected, we sent it to him again and they were just <sighs> saying no just to be difficult. And then I said never yeah, again. Yeah, that's
2: some uh somebody at the agency yes. that honey baked uses that's trying yes. to justify their job. And
1: I like their ham. Oh, but you honey gotta Baked's wait, great. you gotta wait in line. Yeah. And you can get a good ham at Kroger.
5: It's a good right? Sandwich ham because the pre-sliced—that's yes. yeah. like, oh, yeah. what that's. Good. everybody is. does, the, does the spiral now,
1: it though. You can, you yeah. yeah, you lost, uh, honey. You were you, ever, honey. G- you were on patrol there, where yeah. they would do it to you too.
2: You ever gotten a uh, a full ham, uh, cured ham out of like uh, Harringtons of Vermont or Smithfield? Smithfield, you know? Smithfield yes. Smithfield. Oh, my. my mom's done that. Yeah, that's a whole different because uh, then you're you're getting into it, cutting it. But those hams will come, and there's still a little hair on the corner. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? Up the chunks, oh yeah. yeah. Really? Well, yeah, they're not processed at all. Uh-oh. They're cured and smoked and hung, and they come delivered that way. Really? Yeah, they're a little more work but wow. boy, the flavor is. It's R- not even close. Really? Yeah, it's good. Hmm. It's ISA, really good. So
1: you pick a little hair off, but the the quality is well, a little better. Well, you cut all that off. Yeah. 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 Eat around it. Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> ham? Do you cook your ham?
1: I don't do anything. Just in the, room room my, temperature, right? I don't know. My wife does yeah. everything. Yeah. You I warm it up a little bit,
0: some no. foil, and that's it. And, you know. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah.
2: Brush it with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That pineapple stuff brushed. sounds good. Yeah, that's a good video yeah. on Instagram. Wash it all down right. with an upside-down right. Look at that food talk. Take a break. I'm hitting the vending machine. Yep. <laughs>
0: Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic moving a bit slow due to the rain and the drizzle, but right now we are accident free. And it's brought to you by Kissling, Nastico, and Reddick. Hurt in a car? Call KNR. KR gets you the help you need when you need an after car, truck, or motorcycle crash. Call 1 800 now or go to knrlegal.com. News is brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them what they really want, a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington with New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties. Your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin-Granville Road in Worthington. So the age-old question, can money buy happiness, has been answered. Because 59% of people surveyed said, oh, yes, it can. Sure
2: it can. Now,
0: the average household income in the U.S. is right around 74 grand a year. But to be happy, respondents said they need $284,000 annually and would also have to have $1.2 in the bank just to feel content and financially secure. Other key findings, three quarters think having money would solve almost all of their problems. Yeah, and if money wasn't a concern, 64% of Americans said they would quit their job like right now. (laughs) (laughs) They would quit it. (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out.
1: Why would you, though? Why, you know, right? If money wasn't a problem, why would you? Right. Do what you want to do. Yeah, live your life. You live one life, so why wouldn't you go travel or visit friends or see things? or? What do you say,
0: Jerry? You're working your whole life just, you know, to live an extra five years. After having all that money and working so hard and...
1: And then you don't even have money sometimes. Yeah, a lot
2: of of times they retire and then it's not long, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's too bad.
0: And did you hear the rumor about Kevin Hart... Possibly getting a Manning cast type show on ESPN2. Uh, hard pass. Yeah, comedian sports fan is likely getting a Manning cast type of show. Uh, he's famously a Hoops fan, Philly sports teams fan, uh, since he's from the city of brotherly love. No firm details just yet whether Peyton and Eli will be producing the show. Mm-hmm. And prison food, we again, food talk, prison food has always been notoriously bad. But maybe that is not the case if you're in prison. Do we
2: know that to be fact? Uh, Yeah. Well, assuming it's bad, right?
0: Except, of course, unless you are in prison in Italy. There's a convicted killer by the name of Dimitri Fianco, and he began serving a 30 year prison sentence. Well, while he's been locked up, He has seen his weight balloon from, it was already 260 pounds, to over 440 pounds. That's why his lawyers went to court to seek his immediate release from prison. They argued that uh, Dimitri struggled with obesity and the prison food made it impossible for him to diet. His stunning weight gain has put him at great risk of heart disease. He's also, he can't walk on his own without crutches or even a wheelchair. So a panel of judges heard the argument they agreed. They have released this guy from prison to serve out the rest of his sentence at home, but judges told him that if his condition improves, then he will be required to return to prison.
2: Wow! So he get to stay home, and
0: eat. and eat. Wow! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I
2: want to
1: remind everybody that tomorrow's Beat Michigan Breakfast Club, presented by Corona and White Claw, at Pastimes Crosswoods, officially sold out. We got concert tickets to give away. And we're gonna make that concert announcement after the Stones.
0: Taste the biscuit. Torg got the Torg Torgerson.
1: I always like the Hummers. Ian Elliott.
0: Taste the goodness of the biscuit.
2: Hello, Jerry. One of those Amish lesbians, <laughs> yes, huh? Yes, <laughs> they're churning
3: <laughs> all right. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Panties dropped. Very nice. This went from
4: six to midnight. Boy. That escalated
2: quickly.
3: This is the show.
2: It's Torg and Elliott on QFM 96.
1: Yes, good morning. Do a ticket announcement because, or a show announcement, not ticket announcement, we're giving away tickets to the show tomorrow at the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club. If you were at the Browns game this weekend, or in Las Vegas, or in Denver, (laughs) you saw this little advertisement on the big screen, and it was Miss You with the Rolling Stones tongue. Rolling Stones coming to Cleveland June the 15th. How about that? How Cleveland about Brown that? Stadium.
2: And we have a pair of uh, tickets for the pit, right? We do. Tomorrow at the Breakfast Club.
1: Wow. How great is that? That is really great. Now, by the way, starting Friday morning, it's our Drumsticks and Stones weekend all weekend long. We're going to be stuffing you with back-to-back songs from the Stones when you hear them. Go to QFM96.com and sign up to win a pair of tickets to that show at Brown Stadium. All the details, QFM96.com. There you Rolling have it, Rolling Stones coming back. And by the way, the 15th is a Saturday. I am going to that show.
0: Drumsticks yep, I and hear you.
2: Stones all I do not want you to You guys are going up to Cleveland Brown Stadium? One of oh. the last best shows time, I've seen.
0: Last time we saw them, Torg, was 2015 at the Shoe. Unbelievable. An unbelievable show.
1: They're going to be great. Can't wait. Go to Cleveland for that one.
2: Have you seen the full itinerary for the stones on this tour? Is oh, it, a, it eight uh, cities or amb- something like eight, that? Yeah. Pretty limited, but all big, huge stadiums. Which yep. I mean, they're the stones, of course.
1: Uh Las Vegas had a um sign. Cleveland, Cleveland. Denver. Okay. There yeah, you it's go. sixteen dates. Sixteen, 16 dates. Nice. Sixteen dates, yes. There you go. Look forward to it.
0: Kicks off in Houston. Wrapping up in Santa Ana, California. And, and we're can, right right—we're the second to last show.
1: And they can sell it out, baby. Kind of cool. How great is that?
2: Yeah, so join us. Well, if you, you need a ticket to get in now. You are S-O-L. If somebody shows up, 8 o'clock, do you think they could stand in the back tomorrow? I don't want to say. I'm not going to throw you out. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm not I'm just going to say I'm not going to throw you out. That's up to
0: who's ever going to be man on the door for if us. If you have a ticket, you have a seat. You, maybe you just I say Torgan
1: Elliott said I could come. I, I know. don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Don't use that for an open, Rich. Don't use that for an open.
5: Let me use it for me.
1: Yeah, there you go. Listen, I don't like turning people away.
5: The more the merrier.
1: Do you, Jerry? Correct. I don't like that.
5: Pack it in.
1: Yeah.
2: Shoehorn them in there. The more the merrier. I agree. (laughs) Because what could go
1: wrong? You know what you could do? Maybe call Dream Seats. Dream Seats, by the way, has tickets to next year's home opener. Your total ticket source we're giving away. Maybe Dream Seats is selling tickets to the Torgan (laughs) LEP Michigan Breakfast Club tomorrow.
0: Get maybe a you scalp. call Jamie up. They've got to get a scalp, a scalp. ticket. Maybe you call breakfast Jamie up. Club there. Yeah, maybe.
5: <laughs> People selling them on the secondary market on Ticketmaster. Uh, scalpers would be on the corner in front of Red Robin over there.
1: <laughs> Giving you counterfeit tickets to the Georgia you Elliott Breakfast at the yeah. Woody's
2: wings there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow. Pastimes Crosswoods presented by White Claw and Corona. I'll be drinking a Corona. Christy, you're a White Claw person. Right? Yeah,
0: you know what? It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. It could be yes. Yeah, so you know, tomorrow might be a white clown that might type be of day. Appropriate. I like yeah. Corona
1: Light. It would be appropriate. Actually, appropriate. I like Corona Light cans, but I'll do bottles. All right, a little Corona Light and good time. Clay Hall from yeah, ABC Sixes B Football Fever. All Boring Brothers and all the prizes too. Like the you mentioned, Jerry, the pit tickets to Rolling Stones gift cards to Easton Town Center. Four-pack of TSO tickets with an autographed guitar. How cool is that? Plus, we have our Steal Our Signs contest. We got neon and wall signs for your man cave. I'm just letting you know, know now, if you win that, I'm going to try to buy it from you.
0: The sign, the yeah, neon. I yeah, like them, yeah.
1: But I like a, I But I have a budget.
0: You need that for your new studio.
1: Yes. But I have a budget, though. Well, only if Corona sponsors my podcast. I can't be put giving free advertising <laughs> away, Christy.
0: I, I I get it. I get it.
1: I'll put it in my man cave and put then... a
0: blur over top of it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like a uh, like a handbag you buy in Mexico, Barona. <laughs> I'll put like a B over it. B- Barona. The Barona. <laughs> Those neon
2: signs are hot though. They They're are. so cool. They're super cool.
1: They are. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Cranked up by Renewal by Anderson, the Columbus, VA. Jack Daniels reminding you to tailgate responsibly. Bob Boyd's. White Castle, Corona, White Claw. Am I missing anybody?
2: I think you got it all right
1: there. And we'll see you tomorrow. Little Michael Evans next.
4: Michael Evans Report, brought to you by Dormar Heating and Cooling. Your climate hero.
6: Hey, everybody. It's me, Mike Evans, from Washington, D.C. Hope everybody's doing well. You got some TV news for you. Prince Harry will not watch the series, The Crown, at least not the episode that graphically reenacts The deadly automobile crash that killed his mother in that tunnel in France. I mean, would you watch a TV show that graphically reenacted your mother's death? I don't blame him at all. On a happier note, Kevin James' third comedy special called Irregardless will air this winter on Prime. Look for this special to have a lot more bite and just as funny. More TV news. Nicole Kidman has announced a third season of her HBO hit series, Little Big Lies, most likely the final season, and look for a whole lot of superstars doing cameos. How about some odds and ends? Last week it was announced for the fourth time Jimmy Kimmel will host the Oscars. I mean, personally, I could not care less, but since he is going to host the Oscars, and I'm the Hollywood reporter, and we both worked at K-Rock, all right, I mentioned it. Uh, the biggest, baddest, fastest roller coaster is being built in Saudi Arabia. The coaster will go over a cliff, race 156 miles an hour, free fall from 442 feet. It's called Falcon's Flight. It's being built right now. Uh, all I can say is good riddance. Former porn star, scumbag, and in my opinion, one of the most disgusting human beings to ever live, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy has been in jail for two years, facing 31 sexual assault charges by 23 different women. By the way, these are just the latest charges against uh, Jeremy. He's been charged with multiple, multiple sex crimes over the last 28 years. He hasn't been in court only because of his failing health. And this week, he will be released from jail to some unknown private residence because no hospital will take him, and he's that seriously sick. Uh, What I'm hearing is that Ron Jeremy will die sometime in the next week or so. This guy was a monster. Good riddance. Sports shorts. While Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh quietly took the three-game suspension, is it true the NCAA is still investigating, and another shoe could fall, and I can't wait for the Ohio State-Michigan game coming up on Saturday, the biggest college game of the year. Hey, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Thanksgiving Eve from Washington, D.C. Mike Evans, see you. Decade.
1: Better pick Ohio State. If Michael Evans Decade. doesn't pick Ohio State, he won't be on Monday. Let me just tell you that right now. Oh, if he yeah. does a pick if tomorrow, he doesn't, yeah. If he doesn't pick Ohio State,
0: uh,
2: uh,
1: it'll be uh. Michael Evans' last appearance on this
0: program. <laughs> <laughs> right, Christy? That's right. That's
1: right. That's uh, right. I don't from, care if you need to lie and cross your knock, fingers. Knock,
0: knock, <laughs> him, from old. your Sears Heating and Cooling Weather Center, providing the perfect temperature in your home, locally owned, headquartered, and staff nearly 75 years, SearsHeatingAndCooling.com. Breezy, we got rain most of the day. going to be wet. High uh, 54, chance of showers before midnight tonight. Low 48, clouds. Wednesday drizzle early, rain late, and a high 46. It is 45 right now. Holy sheets! Uh, they got a deal for you for gas for all you Thanksgiving travelers. Similar to past Thanksgiving deals, sheets gas stations and restaurants uh, they're lowering the price of unleaded 88 to a buck 99, and the price cut went into effect yesterday. It ends 11:59 p.m. On uh, Monday, November the 27th. So you got the rest of the week and into the weekend. The CDC announced yesterday a recall is in effect for peaches, plums, and nectarines distributed nationwide. Mm -hmm. The fruit is linked to a listeria outbreak that's killed one, put 10 others in the hospital retailers including Walmart and Sam's Club is where the fruit was bought as of last week the victims of the outbreak in seven states including Michigan and Ohio I saw the number one
2: product that carries all that Listeria Salmonella and all that yeah. in the grocery
0: store bagged salad yes Bagged salad is the worst I get absolutely that constantly I'm gonna quit yeah. buying it Wow yeah. see I get fresh lettuce I don't get the bag stuff anymore because of that. It's no, all Friday. You, I just die, yeah. just you it up wash myself. it? Oh yeah,
2: yeah, oh yeah, oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, Jerry. I learned that on Instagram. All the little hacks. Now I'm watching all the hacks that you had, that you watch. The little food hacks. The little food washing hacks. lettuce
1: is a hack.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's how you store it after you wash oh, it. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, just in case, you can order more free uh, free COVID tests from the government if you need to covidtests.gov offering those who already ordered their four free tests on the website earlier this fall an additional four tests. Now, we are frightened of Cornova. If you haven't ordered any tests since the website relaunched in September, you can order eight tests. The Depri- I think my tests are the ones that I have. I think they expired a long time ago.
3: And
1: if you order uh, the coronavirus test, you have 80% chance not to get audited.
2: Uh,
0: ah yeah yes. by the
1: way there's bonus it's a bonus plan. You huh?
2: still see
0: folks with the masks? You Still, still I'm seeing more. See it around. I'm seeing more you now do. that we're in uh, in the late fall, you know, getting into the co- the colder months. Yeah. yeah. I've I've seen a lot of them. And one of the world's rarest whiskey bottles was sold at auction and it shattered a record. Jerry, you probably full know. Full or empty? Uh full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bottle of Macallan 1926. One of only forty that was ever f- produced, it sold for two point seven million dollars over the weekend, which is a record for any bottle of spirit or wine sold at an auction. Do you drink that? Two point seven million. million? I've Never had
2: any of those uh, super high end no. bourbons or whiskeys. I've never tried no. one. You you go to a you know a fancy place. They go well. You a shot of that is you know one hundred fifty dollars. I've never tried any of that.
0: Well, either. you did that
2: with a tequila, didn't you, Torg? Yeah, did, but that get...
0: was
1: bought for me. I wasn't gonna. It was sixty dollars oh, gonna... a shot. Okay. Ooh,
5: yeah. That's... Yeah.
1: Didn't even taste like tequila.
5: We did the pappy, ten year and fifteen year. In did Vegas. you really? Yeah. But he yeah. won a
1: food eating competition.
5: That's how <laughs> that he was his yeah. prize. Noticeably <laughs> yeah. better, no. different. No, was, just we did the another ten year bourbon. and we did the fifteen year, and it was not. Yeah. It was just you know four roses and sure. All that was just as fine to me.
2: But Torg, you uh, you noticed a difference in oh, the tequila? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah,
0: yeah. I don't know that I could tell a good from a bad You would if you
1: had this. Yeah. Yep.
0: QFN 96 Kemba Financial Credit Union Traffic. Been pretty quiet this morning. Um, We are accident-free again and no major slowdowns. And it's brought to you by Dream Seats, your total ticket source. Football is back and Dream Seats has you covered. Ohio State Bengals, Browns, they've got it all. No service fees ever. Just call 340-8989 or go to dreamseats.com.
1: All right, we got five audio clips for you here. Cut number one, Clay Hall, ABC6, The Football Fever, is going to be with us tomorrow at the Beat Michigan Breakfast Club. Share this clip. Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy grew up a
0: Buckeye fan.
5: Uh, I grew up first being an Ohio State fan. I
3: won't lie. Um, I did. But, you know, God had different plans for me. And, you know, showed me the way. And I'm very blessed and to being here. That's for damn sure. Ed
2: sure. Yeah, he go. was uh, suburban Chicago. He grew up. Oh, okay. Yep. I thought maybe he was an Ohio guy, like many. Did you Google him, Christy? No, not he yet. He looks like the, go- yeah. the the Joker. Look up J.J. McCarthy slash the Joker. The young Joker. <laughs> All right, number two in yesterday's Hot Five. We hipped you to David Letterman. <laughs> Doesn't he have the Joker's mouth?
3: Oh,
6: my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look at that! It kind of curls up on the yes, sides. Yes, and he's got the the bulge, oh, the cheeks. And yeah, that's the Joker face. Oh. So David
2: Letterman <laughs> returned to the Sullivan Theater last night on Colbert Show. It's the first time Dave returned in eight and a half years.
4: What do you miss about it? After all those four thousand shows, what do you miss most about doing? A sh- if there is anything.
5: Oh, I miss everything. I mean, mostly it's fun. Very few things in life provide one the opportunity. And I can't speak for you or to you on this topic. But for me, if you muck one up, 24 hours later, you get to try again. And that's a pretty good device. And then when you do something that you're really proud of, you think, by God, let's do that again. And six, seven years later, you have that experience once more.
1: Classic. Letterman was David great.
2: Letterman, you don't even yeah. realize
1: how good they were until Four, the crap guys who are doing it now take over.
2: 4,000 episodes. Whew.
1: Pretty impressive.
2: And Letterman was the first one doing what uh, he did a different. He wasn't yeah. Johnny Carson, Dick Cavett, Tom Snyder. They were all doing their own thing. Letterman was definitely uh, a pioneer in many sense.
1: Absolutely he yeah, was. Yep. Yeah.
2: Cut number three, Post
1: Malone in New Zealand. Just kind of shows up at an Irish pub, performs... So sublime with a local band. Early in the
4: morning, rising
3: to the street. I feel the spirit, my stress goes on.
2: sublime an irish bar in new zealand go on i'm all in
1: (laughs) i am in i wonder if they have american bars like that all over the
2: place yeah all right a comedian clip number four here a comedian interrupted his own show so he could do the southwest airlines early bird (laughs) check-in
4: seems like i completely
5: oh you know what is this intentional? Why would I, a comedian, set a phone alarm to go off during my own show? Well, I'll tell you why. Tomorrow, at exactly 8.10, I'm flying home on Southwest and I will be damned. You think I'm gonna end up in the C group because I'm doing a show?
3: Are you kidding
5: me? I'm checking in right now. 8.51, let's go! Let's go! Let's go. All right, let's proceed with the show.
1: (laughs) That's funny. My
2: wife is so good about checking us in because if left to me, I always forget, and I'm stuck in the middle seat in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you fly like a a Delta Air and you get a ticket with a seat number on it, you're like, whoa, fancy. (laughs) Get so used to Southwest. I think somebody else does it that way, too.
1: At Spirit, you have to pay for your seat if you want. Uh, depending on where you sit. Now, I, I didn't pay when I went to Vegas, but I only had four rows of options. So I booked. There was no no one booked on my flight, so I got to pick aisle. But you have four rows of free seats, and then the rest you have to pay $59. That's how spirit gets you. You pay for bags. You pay for internet. You pay for where you sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Spirit all oh, spirit looks great when you book the flight. And then when you get done paying, it's like I should have... Flown Delta.
2: Right. Right. <laughs> One of the biggies. Yeah. yeah no absolutely.
1: Doubt. Well, cut number five when, this is true, folks, Rich Eisen, remember him? He's on NFL Network. He has a syndicated show. In the last week, he's cried several times over the Michigan scandal, and I'm not making that up. He's crying tears. We just need due process. Look it up on his Instagram. Dude, a grown man crying. Well, when he doesn't cry, he actually does a show. And he interviewed comedian Bill Burr on Bill's wife giving Trump the middle finger at the UFC event.
6: I love my wife. You know where you stand with her. Okay? The guy walked in the arena. Everybody cheered. She gave him the finger. Nobody got arrested. That's why this country's great. Everybody expressed themselves. Can we all be adults? I mean, I don't know about you, but I came there to go to the fights. I didn't know I was going to the Republican National Convention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, she funny. gave the
2: double
6: bird. Double bird. Yeah. Double yes, bird. she did.
1: But she's taking some heat.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, too funny. Bill too Burr's funny. the best. He is. He really is. Because you know what? He plays it both ways. Isn't funny? Uh, yeah, it can be right? funny making fun of He's the right, funny. funny making fun of the left.
2: He's a comedian who's funny. Imagine Absolutely. that. Yep. Yeah. Chappelle and Burr are the two best. Tough to beat Chappelle. I mean, he is speaking for a generation.
1: Yeah, some of his stuff I can, the Israel stuff I can hard pass.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'll but the fact that he even that. goes there, I yeah. mean, that's ballsy. That's Carlin-esque. He
1: can go there without me in the audience. Yeah, because remember when Carlin started going off? Yeah, I saw Carlin twice and get off my lawn uh, mode.
2: Yeah, I saw him one time uh, here in town. I, I had to do these stage announcements, and man, did he
1: bomb. Yeah, his last two tours I went to see, and I went to see him because yeah. he's Carlin, and it was not funny. He did 20
2: minutes on abortion.
1: Yeah, it
2: wasn't. Yeah. But, so Dennis Miller, same thing, got political, bombed. Really? Yeah, bombed. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Burr seems to be able to get away with it. Chappelle, does the crowd get quiet when he does that? Well,
1: they've walked out now on his latest tour because he's anti-Israel comments. Ah. So he is. Uh,
0: is he getting canceled? Walked
1: out. No, he's No, oh, you can't cancel him. He's bigger than that. But people are definitely walking out of his shows. Okay. So that's why. I, yeah, There's yeah. certain things I'm all for making fun of everybody, but there's certain things I'm not for. So I just don't care. I don't cancel them. I just don't. Right. Go or watch or right, whatever. Right, 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 right. So just give me Mark Norman and his inappropriate jokes. Where yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> give me that any day of the week. I'll take the, I'll take Mark Norman, and that's your hot five.
0: Your Kemba Financial Credit Union traffic for this Tuesday morning. Looking good again. Accident-free, no problems. And it's brought to you by Buyer's Mazda, where you will get a premium vehicle without a premium price. Buyer's Mazda in Dublin, 270 in Sawmill off of Billingsley. Buyer's Come see why it's better to buy at Buyer's Mazda. News brought to you by Borgata Pizza Cafe. This year, give them something they really want a gift card to Borgata Pizza in Worthington. With New York-style pizza and homemade Italian specialties, your holiday season just got a little tastier. Borgata Pizza, Dublin-Granville Road in Worthington. Black Friday sales have kicked off early at some major retailers, despite Thanksgiving still two days away. Some retailers are spreading out the deals to avoid a huge rush on stores that have been in the past year's Thanksgiving night and early Friday morning. Now, in New York City, Nordstrom on West 57th Street revealed its holiday windows yesterday, while Saks Fifth Avenue debuted the holiday lighted building display in Windows last night. National Retail Federation predicts a record high number of people will be out shopping Thanksgiving weekend. Online retailers have also started their sales, so there are plenty of options. The launch of Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy's TGL now being pushed back to 2025. Why? A little trouble with the roof. Yeah, the roof. The <laughs> roof not on fire, but damage to the league's arena in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. The air-supported dome over the arena collapsed last week after a power failure, causing some major damage, and the repairs won't be done in time for a full league season to be shown on ESPN before the network has to schedule NBA and NHL playoff games on Monday. So the decision was made to push back the start a year.
2: God, I remember, Torg, those, uh, those air-inflated domes, the Lions, Vikings, oh, they had yeah. big Astros, trouble with those. yes.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: God, that
0: one in the Silver Dome used to leak.
2: Oh, it leaked. And it was they're just, just like, crappy uh, venues. Was, yeah, they were
5: bad. They
1: were just bad. Is there
0: anything like that in the league now? Are they all the domes? Who still has domes? Ah, uh, Tampa's
1: got a crap dome. Okay. The Devil Rays, that thing. That's bad. Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I mean, there's a lot of domes. I'm just...
4: Crappy, to try to, to ones. crappy
1: yeah, ones.
2: NFL, though, I don't think anyone plays in the fully covered, right? Well, they the open Tampa and close. Is... They're all state of the... No, the, the Buccaneers don't play in no, that, No, the Devil Rays. Yeah, space ball. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. NFL. Nobody plays in the um, old school. Falcons.
1: No, that's a nice one. That's yeah. nice. Oh, like That's new. The old, yeah. I don't think so anymore.
0: Yeah. Houston's oh, oh, ones out
1: Houston's there Houston
5: would probably be the oldest at this point, wouldn't it? You hit a button and the roof opens yeah, or closes. That wasn't the, Texans, the way it used a to be. One, yeah. No,
2: used to be just inflated. They had those big uh, yeah. blowers up on the, in the top deck.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I I in the Silverdome once and it was... Silverdome. Oh, yeah. it yeah, Demolished it. Right.
2: Nobody uh, did a truck pull like the Silverdome. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> hey, are you going to be traveling this holiday weekend, in particular, by air? You can probably expect a lot of added stress. Uh, especially if you're flying, you may not feel the need to purchase a stiff drink to get you through your flight. Now, if you're flying Southwest, you might want to grab a quick pre-flight drink from the bar, the airport bar. It's going to cost you a lot more on the plane. Just in time for the busiest time of year, Southwest has raised the price of its in-flight alcohol by almost thirty percent.
1: Jerry, now you're sitting in between someone and you're paying more for booze.
2: Beer is up I got to the seven AMX bucks. Card, I drink for free in the lounge, dude. Oh. oh, the Amex card is free? No, the, you, you get in the 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 whatever, the Delta Lounge or whatever you're flying. You do it with an Amex card? Yes. We do you really? Food
5: and a nap pod and nap. everything. With just so a card? Yeah, yeah. Get a card. I have one.
2: Yeah. Well, dude, then use it. To, yeah.
5: Get in the card. Read your benefits, my man. I flew Spirit and still hung out in the Delta Lounge. Sure. Right, right.
0: <laughs> this right here. Yes. Oh,
5: wow.
1: All right. Oh,
0: did we just tell something Torgy didn't know? It's like yeah. a little buffet of snacks and yeah, booze right, and You right, drink for free? Right, yeah.
5: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, well, good because beer is up to $7 Dude, for I Southwest. Feel like hugging you guys. And sometimes can fly, I do that? drinking can, when you fly is not good
2: sometimes. You see those people and it's you go, a rough flight. can I invade
1: your personal space? It's so, uh,
2: <laughs> you want your wits about you when it's all harried, right? No. Yeah, drunk girl, drunk guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why well, yeah. don't mean drunk?
1: I just mean a couple yeah, to get you right, Yeah, just a couple to, to relax. loosen yeah. you up a yeah. little yeah. bit. Yeah, there's no yeah. way
0: Jimmy would get on the plane without, without a little drinky drink. Yeah. There's just no way.
1: You know what's cool now, though, with Hulu TV and YouTube TV? you Just watch TV yeah. on the flight, man. It's, That's it's what I'm going to do. It's a new day. There's mm. no doubt. Yeah.
5: And And while you're doing that, you're thinking, how did I do this before? Yeah. Yeah, right four and a four-and-a-half-hour n- flight to Vegas before I downloaded movies and television shows yeah. to my tablet was miserable. I used yeah. to just stop and get, like, the USA Today when you were boarding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I would, too. <laughs> that was Entertainment weekly. Sports, Sports, Sports yeah. Illustrated, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You felt like a perv if you got a Maxim. <laughs> yeah, a
2: Maxim, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: hey, I got some news here. We're going to talk to Danny Canal, by the way. And, you know, Danny from CBS Sports is a college football analyst. But check this out. Phil Rudd, ACDC drummer, coming back with the band. How about that? How, b- how about, how about that? that? And let's play some ACDC. Then we'll talk to Danny Connell. Hey, let's talk about the game on Saturday with that team up north. Danny Connell, National College Football Analyst, is with us, courtesy of Online, where you can bet on the Heisman. I like it. We'll have to ask him about uh, Marvin Harrison. He needs a big game, I think. Danny Connell, what's going on, man?
2: Hello, Danny. Good morning, sir. What's up? How are we doing today?
7: Good. Uh, and it is, uh, it's is—it's crazy, isn't it, how we're already in the final week of college football? I mean, it's gone by so fast. It's like bittersweet because we had a phenomenal season. I think it's going to finish strong. But I always hate it
1: and love it at the same time because it means we're that much closer to the end of college football season. Yeah, that, you know, that but is do, true. Do you think that's going to change next year, though, with 12 teams? I think it's only going to be, oh, my God, season's over, which is sad. But then you got a whole new look out of the playoffs. That is an outstanding point and I love it because you are spot on. It is just
7: another reason. I've been a big proponent of expansion for a while and I'm thrilled that we're going to get it. I mean, and don't forget we're going to get home field, uh playoff matchups. It's going to be insane. I cannot wait.
2: Now, there are local fans here, Buckeye fans. I'm a Michigan guy that say that our game, the game, the rivalry will lose importance when there's twelve teams as opposed to like this coming Saturday where it's winner takes all. Yeah, I could see that case and I think it is
7: one of the concerns, but I don't think it'll ever like that's the thing I think that's unique about college football is these rivalries run deep, you know, a hundred years in some cases right. like this one. And so like I don't think for the fans it'll ever lose that. Now it'll lose importance as far as what's at stake potentially, but even in this expanded playoff, like I would ask you, did it not matter last year because Ohio State still advanced to the playoff? No, I still thought you thought, you know, Ohio State's devastated from losing that game at home. And it's still, you know, there were questions around Ryan Day, which I don't think are warranted, but like the storyline still continued just because Ohio State lost that game and they were still able to get in the playoff and have a national championship opportunity, I don't think took away from it. But I do think that will be a similar storyline you could see unfold. But I would add there could potentially be even more at stake the following years, because if it already uh, you know, didn't prohibit you from making the playoff next year, it could prohibit you from getting a bye, potentially a home field playoff Yo. game. So there still will be plenty at stake with that matchup. And I just think college football is unique where it will always resonate. Losing or beating your rival
1: will always hold a a significant amount of weight. I I always enjoy beating Michigan, Jerry. That'll never go away.
2: Right, right. When you you quarterback the Seminoles, so your rival would be what, the Gators, right? Well, we had two, and
7: it's kind of interesting because we were, you know, Miami did not play both, Florida did not play both, but we played both the other uh, states in the state of Florida, and I would describe them this way. So I don't know if it's this way with Michigan, Michigan State, because clearly it's not the same uh, you know, Ohio state and another team, you know, Notre Dame, I know it's not a long held rival, but that's a big game between two blue bloods of college football. But with us, with Miami, it was more, there were both of them. You hated your rival, but there was more of a respect for the Miami hurricanes because they had so much success. They had five national championships. Like you looked at them and you're like, Oh, this is a very serious rivalry. They talk a lot of trash, but they can back it up for us. The hatred with the Florida Gators was much more (laughs) significant because they hadn't done anything yet. They were sort of, they were closer to us in far as regionally. They were only about a two-hour drive. So a lot of times you'd hang out. Well, they always came to Tallahassee because we had more fun and we had better-looking girls, and we always (laughs) had that as well. But that one just held a little bit more hatred to it so even within, like, multiple rivalries, there's always sort of some unique angles to make them a little bit different than just, you know, than the same as one another.
1: Danny Cannell's with us, courtesy of uh, betonline.net. You can get in Heisman uh, playoffs and not, but this weekend's games. Hey, uh, from an outside view, and I'm not going to get into the Michigan thing. I think we know what happened. More's coming out, and who knows what the NCAA is going to do. You can't predict that. Are you surprised though from the outside looking in the reaction of the Michigan media the fans the president it's all denial we knew I just think it's weird how they're handling it I could not agree more like
7: if i see desmond howard on the set you know trying to really emphasize alleged like i mean he like, every time he talked about <laughs> michigan he said alleged alleged signs i'm like have you not seen the videos? We've <laughs> yes. Seen the printed receipts? We've got tickets bought. Like, we've got video of people with cell phones. Like, there is no alleged. These, this is proof of what was happening. Now, if you want to say you alleged how much it mattered, I could maybe understand that, but we really need to step away from using alleged like they didn't do anything. And then to embrace it, the optics of Jim Harbaugh calling this America's team and the school president, Santa Ono, almost being proud of the resilience of this team because they got caught cheating. <laughs> it's really bizarre to me. And not to mention the fact that it seemed like their biggest defense was everybody's doing it. Like that doesn't seem like a worthwhile defense in any court of law. Um, you know, just the same if you got speeding and you got busted, you would not be able to say, well, everybody was speeding. No, you were the one that got busted. And I truly do think this was taking sign stealing to another level that no one else really had. I mean, yes, Everyone's always had some staff members on game day trying to get an edge to try to get those uh, details, even sharing notes if you're talking to other coaches, but to actually have the advanced scouting and going there with, you know, the sole purpose of just trying to get signals and implement them, that is something I don't think has ever transpired. So I've been surprised at Michigan's defense, but, I mean, nothing should surprise us in college football, right? I mean, college fans are delusional. But the thing that's surprising is that it's actually come from the head coach and the administration. But I do think them accepting Jim Harbaugh's you know, three-game suspension to finish out the season speaks volumes as far as, well, we're going to clear our name. We're going to fight this tooth and nail. They've been awful quiet on that front since they accepted the punishment. Now,
2: you could argue with the game this Saturday that the Buckeyes have scouted uh, half a dozen of Michigan's games. Correct. You oh, don't think Urban Meyer's mean. picking up the funk on Monday morning? He's been in Ann Arbor three, four times. He's had the—they've had the big noon game. You don't tell me that uh, Urban's not calling Ryan Day on that Monday morning, saying, "Here's what they do on Thursday. Here's what I noticed." Oh, sure.
7: Completely but not different. It, Completely but different. No, it.
2: it's on high def television. The tape. Yeah, you You're have, right.
1: You don't have the sides on high def though. The guy's got the play sheet over his mouth. Correct, and these guys—I mean, the coaching
7: fraternity is very real. Which I mean, again, going back to kind of the Michigan aspect of it, like, wh- How did Connor Stallions get a pass on Central Michigan sideline? You know, did he? <laughs> yeah. Was it Jim McElwain yeah, to him? You know, because he was on Jim Harbaugh's staff. We don't know, but I do think there is a massive difference than you know sending a an employee to go do that specifically versus you know Urban or any other coach that has already played your opponent like saying, hey, what did you glean from that game? Because I'll, I'll even go back to high school. Like I played in the high school division, and my high school coaches reached out to other you know, high school opponents we had played and said, hey, we're playing in the state championship game. What can you tell us on this opponent? Like that is common practice that has taken place a long, long, yeah. long time in college football, asking your former assistants or former colleagues, hey, what did you see work? Like what do you think I can do to help me win this game? That is perfectly normal, but sending the guy out there with cameras and a very sophisticated system, I do think it's comparing apples to oranges. Hey, hey,
1: let's talk about the game. Danny Cannell's with us and the website betonline.net. And and you see Danny on TV, and he's done tons of stuff. So with Kyle McCord, and you know the fan base here, they can be critical, and he's had some rough patches, good patches. I think this guy's peaking at the right time. As long as he doesn't screw it up, I think they got a really good shot.
7: I totally agree with you. I mean, mean, he's got the best offensive weapon, you know, maybe in all college football with Marvin Harrison Jr. And I was actually in Columbus for the Penn State game. And if you don't have Marvin Harrison, that game could look completely different, you know, but of course you do have him. And he took over that game, much very similarly to what you could see with the game that unfolds. I mean, for Kyle McCord, he did not have the luxury that J.J. McCarthy has had, not one year, but two years in a row. If you remember last year, Their schedule was a cakewalk early, too, so much so they played two quarterbacks the first four games, allowed him really to ease into that schedule when Kyle McCord was thrust into action. Remember, he had to go to Indiana, and I know you could laugh and say, well, Indiana's not that tough of an opponent, but week one, you're in a a Big Ten road game against a conference opponent. That's quite different than a group of five opponent that's not very good. And he had to struggle through that one. Then again, early this you know early this season, they did go to South Bend and took on Notre Dame, who's a very, very tough opponent. And I think you mentioned, you know, peaking at the right time. The other thing he's had going for him is that, you know, the opponents have gotten easier, which has allowed him to do things that J.J. McCarthy was doing earlier in the season when he was facing the same opponent. So confidence is such a huge part in playing the quarterback position. You mentioned whether it's, You know, confidence due to the competition, confidence for whatever reason, it is a real thing. And he's been able to build some really solid building blocks, whether it was the second half versus Rutgers, Michigan State or Minnesota. All of a sudden, he's starting to what looks like figures thing out and he's going to need every bit of that going on the road to try to beat this, you know, this seemingly insurmountable mountain for, you know, the third time they've been trying to get past this hump. If they can do it this time, Kyle McCord's going to have to play a clean game.
1: Heck, if he beats Michigan this time, he'll be working in this town forever. Yeah, no doubt about it. (laughs) I mean, and that is—I
7: mean—and I'll have him on in
2: two years. It's
7: a yeah, exactly. It's a part of the territory, though, because you know you're the you're the quarterback at Ohio State. The expectations come with it, but he's already surprised. Like C.J. Stroud had two losses his first year starting. That's the one thing I think has been most impressive. Like, a lot of times a first-year starter will have that massive mistake that he makes on a big stage. He's been able to avoid that. and While it hasn't been the prettiest, you know, in the stack column, putting up gaudy numbers that, you know, you've got accustomed to being an Ohio State Buckeye fan, he hasn't lost, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, who do you like? So, I'm torn on this one. I'm going to lean towards Ohio State. Three and a half is a big number. I do think this is a field goal game. As long as it's over that critical number, all back the Buckeyes on the road. You know, you mentioned the two aspects. I'm really curious to know where J.J. McCarthy's confidence is in. Because, and I don't know if he's banged up, too. I know there's a lot of Michigan fans, and there's been some reports that he's been banged up. We did not see him throw it in the second half against Penn State. And I, was, that, was that Sharon Moore trying to make the case or more physical, or... Was it Sharon Moore saying, Man, our quarterback might be impacted. Let's just run it and get out of here with a win. No, it was that was
2: that pass rush at Penn State. They, they yeah. he had no time in the first half. So they just Yeah.
7: Right. Right. So it could have been that too. And then he did not look great this past week against Maryland. He did have a costly interception that in the red zone, the play before that, he threw it as, should have thrown an interception that was not, you know, that was not capitalized on. He missed an open receiver for a closeout touchdown. So he comes in. A little bit vulnerable, I'll guess I'll say, or like I'm not quite as confident in him, which is kind of crazy. You know, Kyle McCord, beginning of the season, who has the quarterback edge. I still will give it to JJ because he's at home, but man, I just I'm curious to know where his where his um, you know psyche is. Both defenses, I give the edge to Michigan's defense, but Ohio State's uh, defense this year has proven very worthy the game they saw against you know Penn State again their you know toughest opponent they were really good same thing with uh Notre Dame on the road kept them in that game allowed them to get that game winning drive so I'll give the slight edge to Ohio State although I do think this is a field goal game all right Danny we're going to go
1: on uh good so stuff. You, yeah betonline.net what do you like bo Nix for heisman you know i i never like to go with the favorite because
7: it's only one place to go down. He still has a rivalry game this weekend against Oregon State and the Pac-12 championship game. He looks like he's almost going to be there. Keep an eye on Jaden Daniels at LSU. He's, statistically, he's doing better than Burrow did when Joe Burrow won in 2019. He has put this team on his back, and I know losses usually keep you out of it, but you have to do something special. He has been that special, including the first quarterback in the history of college football who's thrown for 350 and rushed for 200 in one game, which he did against the Florida Gators a couple weeks ago. From a value perspective, I like him or even potentially Carson Beck, the quarterback at Georgia, who's completely flying under the radar. He still has the game versus Bama, which sometimes it does come down to MVP of conference championship weekend, which I don't like. But Carson Beck could be that guy if the others stumble ahead of them.
1: Hot take. I like it. Yes. Great job, Danny. Appreciate you coming on. Awesome, man. Thank you guys for having me. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Right, take care.